and welcome to the Ever After Podcast. We are here to discuss how to go from dating to happily ever after God's way. We are your hosts, Seth and Allie. And today we're going to be talking about setting boundaries in your dating relationship. What? what? Oh man, this here is that fun, heavy topic where we talk about like when you should start holding hands and all that stuff. Just kidding. Maybe. Not so much. You know, who knows? Well, I mean, maybe. Who knows? You know, maybe we're like ultra conservative and we believe that even holding hands isn't, you know, a big problem. <laughs> Probably not. Okay. Anyways, yeah. if you are that person, it's not a problem. But anyways, so today yeah. we're going to talk about setting boundaries. Yeah. How excited are you to talk about this? Um, pretty excited because I think it's a big one that if you're listening and you just started dating... This will be great if you hadn't even thought about boundaries. Mm-hmm. Or if you've been dating a while, you may know you might or you should yeah, maybe start setting boundaries. Might be time to define if boundaries. You haven't been. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're single, it's great too because when you do date, um, setting boundaries is crucial. So if you already kind of are thinking about those before you're dating someone, um, It'll go a lot smoother, and you'll kind of already know what you want. Yeah, and it'll honestly, it'll make things like pretty easy, at least from the outset, because you can kind of define those things going into it, which is a really good thing. That said, like we said earlier, if you're in a relationship and you haven't defined these things, uh, you probably know you need to. And if you know you need to and haven't defined them, we're going to talk about what that looks like and give you some tips, maybe even some suggestions on what it means to actually define boundaries in your relationship. So. So if you're single, just our relationship, or been in a relationship for a while, this can all be applicable. Yeah, and it's always good to take an inventory on kind of where your relationship is, where it's going, and just kind of see if it measures up to uh, to where you're really setting your goals. So, and and for us, we're here to talk about this because we believe very strongly that great relationships that honor God can't do that just. You know, just because, like, it takes effort, it takes um, some thinking, it takes two people who are committed to honoring Christ, and at times like this, it takes some defining and some kind of structuring, some things uh, that are necessary to help you uh, be on that track of honoring God. So that's kind of where we're at. So that's why we're kind of doing this today. Yeah, and this is definitely just dating. This isn't setting boundaries in marriage. It's kind of a whole other. I think we'll do that um, in another episode. Yeah, episode. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, this will be applicable for when you are married because you still have to have some, you know, boundaries are kind of completely different. Honestly, um, too, it impacts marriage super. Yeah. Uh, because you're probably not going, like, you're going to be setting boundaries. Like, if you date, like, five people, say your guy, you date five women before you find your wife. If you don't set boundaries with those first four women, that's going to impact your marriage, right? So having these boundaries is really just planning ahead for the future. So mm-hmm. you're planning to honor your future spouse and you don't know who that's going to be. So set boundaries because this is going to help you when you're married. Hands down. Undoubtedly. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. okay. So first question, what is a boundary? We've done all this boundary talk, you know, what is it? So we definitely just pulled it off of Wikipedia um we're fancy we're fancy wiki wiki fancy yeah 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 wiki 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 um so 
this isn't me like a Christian definition or anything. It's just what are boundaries? It's personal boundaries or guidelines, rules, or limits that a person creates to identify reasonable, safe, and permissible ways for other people to behave towards them and how they will respond when someone passes those limits. So I know it's off Wikipedia, but I thought that's a pretty good definition. It is actually really cool because I think, um, obviously, w- before we started this, we were talking about the book Boundaries, which is like yeah. the, the definition Christian book that everyone should read, right? Mm-hmm. But that book is really great because boundaries are something you practice setting in every area of your life with every all area. relationships. Mm-hmm. Yep. So to even be to even look at this on whole, it's actually a great definition. Whether or not it has anything to do with uh, personal belief is like kind of not even on the table because all of your relationships are going to need boundaries at some yeah. point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought that was great. Yeah. Okay. So now, what are boundaries in dating? Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, at least for me, the way I think of it is that boundaries as they relate to who you're dating are a set of guidelines that you and the person you're, you know, crushing on, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the person that you're dating, um, that you come together and set because your expectation is that your relationship will be honorable to Christ. So we kind of, in the past episodes, have talked about like how you're building a uh, relationship that reflects Christ. So now in order to do that, you need to kind of define what are some ways you want to interact with this other person that help you guys honor and build like a, like a good relationship. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of it. So a set of guidelines that help you um, honor Christ through your relationship. Yeah. 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 So what's an example? So I would say um, there's probably a lot of examples of boundaries and dating. So. Yeah. Like, are they just physical? Are they just yeah. emotional? Or are they emotional? Are they physical? What are they? So I would definitely say one example would not be giving too much of your heart away. And hmm. I don't know if you can speak a lot on this with guys. I know I can speak a lot of it with girls. And I think we've talked about it in um, yeah, we can touch another on that. podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like guarding your heart, not giving it too much away because – you also have to realize you are dating. And like I said earlier, like, you know, you may think you may marry that person and you may, and you may not. So, um, you know, that obviously if you're continually giving your heart away to each person that you're dating, um, it is going to affect your future dating or your um, marriage. So yeah. you do want to guard your heart and, um, I guess too, I think a lot of that is like emotionally, you know, mm-hmm. don't invest so much emotionally. I know like I see a lot of girls, they emotion, they invest so much emotionally right away. And like emotional intimacy is a whole nother thing. And I think women do it. And I'm not saying that guys don't do it either. But I feel like girls do a lot more because don't realize like oh emotional intimacy it's not like physical intimacy but it actually is because you're connecting with that person emotionally and if you're being like emotionally intimate with that person you're kind of giving so much away and if you break up with that person it's it's really difficult because 
you've already been so emotionally invested in them and mm-hmm. so emotionally intimate with them mm-hmm. um, that you gave yourself and you gave a part of yourself away. So, yeah. And I think that comes in the form of like, it hurts you a lot as time goes on later. Yeah. Because you still have that, like, maybe you might still feel like there's that connection with that person, mm-hmm. but like that person you may never have contact with again, mm-hmm. but you always have that kind of part of you. That's like that person has something um, of you. And it's, mm-hmm. it doesn't like, it's weird to think about it as like a physical piece, mm-hmm. but in some regards, it's like those memories almost mm-hmm. like that's what kind of hurts you. That's, that's tough. Cause mm-hmm. a lot of people deal with that in a really, in a really difficult way. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll see it like, it's hard too because you kind of got to take your mind frame from like dating what's the future like 10 years down the road um you know that's like people start getting discontent with their marriages right they'll start to think back to like what about this other person that had this thing going with and it's like it's because you gave a lot to those other people mm-hmm. that maybe makes you uh, reconsider your current situation in other areas so mm-hmm. i don't know i think there's yeah there's a lot there with like protecting your emotional state and keeping mm-hmm. some of who you are, like not investing everything you have into that person because mm-hmm. you just want it to work. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I think then the next part of that is the physical side. You're right. Like you need boundaries because honestly, I think like first and foremost, your goal should be to honor Christ through the relationship. Right. So mm-hmm. that means you need to have boundaries that uh, keep you pure. Mm-hmm. so then i think next thing too is that you want to like so i'm a guy if i'm like as an example if i were dating a girl that girl could be uh would probably marry someone else right like like i said in the example earlier you date five people whatever you will only marry one of them so it means four other people you're with like if you are physically intimate with them that's more things you're giving away, more memories, more experiences, more of everything that you're giving to those other people. You're also taking that same thing from them and they are going to marry someone else. So mm-hmm. I always think that it's best to think, one great way to think of it is that you're honoring their future spouse mm-hmm. by not like not putting them in situations that compromise on their uh, physical and emotional like kind of uh, boundaries. And obviously for you, you're expecting your future spouse too, because you're saving as much of yourself for them. And I don't really want to think of it as like, you're just like, it's not like a, you're just saving your virginity. Cause I think a lot of people just think, oh, okay, well we haven't had like total sex yet. So I mean mm-hmm. like I'm saving total sex for them, but it's mm-hmm. like, there's still plenty you can do. Like people are really imaginative and that's an unfortunate thing because mm-hmm. those things that you continue to do are like they're watering down your future relationship with your spouse. And like mm-hmm. those memories are going to hurt your spouse or knowing that you've had that kind of past could potentially hurt your spouse in the mm-hmm. future. So like you're honoring them. And I, I just think like, especially for guys, like you'd be able to say, Hey, I am, uh, I have self-control. I'm not going to sleep with this girl. Uh, we're not going to take things too far. Like when we're making out, uh, I'm not going to be handsy. I'm trying to cop feel wherever I can. I'm going to be like respectful of her and mm-hmm. also respectful of my wife in the future who I don't know yet, 
but mm-hmm. I know eventually I'll know her. And I'm being a self-controlled man for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think too, like, like you were saying, like in, and we can pull out a whole bunch of verses to back up that statement, but like yeah, when, we'll post them in the notes. yeah. Um, but when Lord's of sexual immorality, it does not just including sex. And I think so many uh, Christians that we've encountered and, you know, I, I would say before I really started studying scripture, that's the way I thought it was, oh, well, you can like do everything else, but not have sex you know mm-hmm. that's kind of off limits but um there's a whole bunch more that encompasses that and it's like okay i think we've had a lot of people are like well what what does the bible say can it can you do this can you do that and it's like if you're asking those questions your mind frame is completely in the wrong yeah like, you're seeking to define what the limits are right. rather than saying what's most honorable right and so right. what's most honorable is going to be a lower bar than mm-hmm. what the limits are. Mm-hmm. And I think in certain ways too, like there's going to be a little bit of difference between like, um, like some people, like for instance, our story is I told Allie as soon as we start dating that I'm not interested in kissing her be- until I tell her I love her because I wanted to at least to get to a certain point where like, we've invested enough in each other to learn who each other are. And I mean, it wasn't like I knew her totally. You can't. And the amount of time took us to get to that stage, but I still don't. Yeah. Yeah. We still don't. Yeah. But we made it through that kind of that beginning stage where you're still not sure you're into this person. You're still not sure if things are going to work. We made it through that. And we knew we wanted to pursue like a deeper, more connected relationship. And that's when I knew that I definitely loved her and had a genuine interest in pursuing her for marriage. But like, you can't just, you're not going to just pick up some, you know, you're not going to just find some lady at a party or something or a basketball game or whatever, get introduced to some girl and then just know you're going to marry her like in a couple of years or whatever. You need to have some space to begin that relationship, to get to know them, to just have some experiences with them and see who they are. Mm -hmm. In that time though, for us, it worked out really great that I said, hey, we're not going to kiss because uh, I want to experience you for who you are. And I don't want our, like the wonder of kissing to blind our judgment to our relationship. Mm-hmm. So we put the physical stuff on the back burner, which is great because I felt like that forced us to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just secret rendezvous to make out. It was like mm-hmm. genuinely getting to know you. Mm-hmm. And that set us up a lot better for success in the future. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyways, that's our story. I don't think everyone. Yeah. I don't think it's, it's a, not like a. Yeah. I don't think that's thing a that everybody no. has. Yeah, that's obviously not yeah. like why it needs to happen. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'd say it's something that we did and yeah, worked really obviously great. Obviously, we weren't like perfect, and we won't no say question. that. But I definitely think that set us up. We did a couple other things we'll talk about later, but yeah, that set us up for success. I feel like, but. Also, ladies, if you want to know if your man's a leader, mm-hmm. then uh, just see how he does with setting boundaries mm-hmm. and following boundaries. Yes. A leader won't set boundaries, and a, fa- a leader of your family won't set boundaries, just like a leader of your family won't do anything else. And uh, like your, you know, your husband has so many responsibilities in the future that he'll have to take care of. 
this is a great like kind of introduction to how he is as a man and if he's worthy of I mean, a leader marrying. will set boundaries yeah a leader will set boundaries a leader will you said won't oh sorry yeah i didn't mean that. but i'm saying a good leader would set boundaries yes yeah, a yeah. good a good family leader will tackle tough conversations yeah a good family leader will set the course and the tone for uh his future and his relationship mm-hmm. so this is huge because you're mm-hmm. going to find out if the guy's not interested in doing this stuff you're probably going to find out there's a lot more things he's really not interested in caring about yeah and you really have to ask yourself like do i really want a man who is not interested in mm-hmm. doing difficult things mm-hmm. or do i want a man who's okay with doing difficult things and accepts it not and obviously understanding not perfect but yeah yeah for sure and I definitely think it's a super great quality if you can find a, a man who is able to lead you in, in purity because not only, you know, are they leading you in purity, but they're respecting you yeah, tremendously. And, um, mm. and you can also see they have the fruit of spirit of self-control, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, it's, it's not like this you practice self-control and then you're married and then you don't have to practice self-control anymore. <laughs> so you still yeah. have to practice self-control when you're married. So being able to see that fruit demonstrated um, and being able to demonstrate that fruit is great practice for Huge. marriage as well. So Yeah. And self-control is a great thing to bring up um, because self-control changes when you're married. Mm-hmm. Right. So you can have sex. That's cool. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. And yeah, mm-hmm. incredible. But then self-control changes. Mm-hmm. So then how do you how do you view women when you're married? Right? Mm-hmm. That completely changes. How do you, you know, deal with just like your relationship in general, right? You can have sex, but now there's going to be other boundaries to set. Mm-hmm. There might be boundaries to set with family, might be boundaries to set with like children this. when you have them in the future. I mean, there's going to be a whole host of other things. So it's mm-hmm. not like once you get married, there's no need for boundaries. Boundaries only grow with marriage. Mm-hmm. And self-control only changes and grows with mm-hmm. marriage. Yeah. So it's like I don't want dating to feel like it's this big, heavy thing. Like it really is preparing you for the future. And you're really getting to see who these people, who this person you're interested in is. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if they're not worthy of those things, then you deserve better. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say another boundary um, in dating would be not spending every single second of the day with that person mm-hmm. um, and still maintaining who you are before them um, I know I feel like when I often see sometimes like when couples start dating it's like they are not even like a friend anymore they're just with their boyfriend or they're with their girlfriend all the time um, and you kind of need to have boundaries too for, you know, with that person with time. So you can still maintain who you are as a friend, you know, who you are as a daughter or, or a son or, or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, that they're not consuming all of your time because if you just continue to do that and then you get married, I mean, you can only, I feel like deal with like someone for, so long i guess 
you know. She can only do with me for some <laughs> I mean, like, trying to, like, spend every single second of the yeah. day with that person, you know. I well, don't it's know. not realistic or healthy either. I mean, no. people need to work. People need to have friends. Right. Like, you're not, your marriage isn't going to work if it's just you two all the time. Well, yeah. The girls need their girlfriends. And you can't challenge each other when, like, yeah. you're literally constantly like having every thought of that person has mm-hmm. because you're just spending every second mm-hmm. of the day with that person and you have no other relationships. That's not, that's that's not healthy. Not healthy. No. We weren't designed to live life just alone. And I would also add on to that, that we weren't designed to live life just with our spouse, mm-hmm. right? We need other relationships. I mean, that's one reason family is important. That's another reason why it's important to have great friends and mm-hmm. to have other people that can rely on you. Those people can help point out things to help you improve who you are mm-hmm. just as much as your spouse can too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Okay. So, oh. so why do we need boundaries? Uh, I, I mean, I think we've said it a number of different ways, but I think at the end of the day, we need boundaries because if our relationships are going to honor our future spouses and God, we need to set up some uh, some sort of, you know, uh, limits in place for how we're going to carry ourselves mm-hmm. in our relationship. That mm-hmm. way we can make sure we maintain our ultimate goal, which is to honor Christ and mm-hmm. honor our future spouse. Mm-hmm. So, and then at the end of that too, it's really just honoring yourself, right? You're not letting someone take advantage of you. Yeah. Not letting someone push you too far. Uh, you know, you're not... You're not just giving in to people. Like you know who you are and you know what you're comfortable with mm-hmm. and you know what God wants of you and you know mm-hmm. what you want for your future spouse. Mm-hmm. So if you know these things, you need to know these things in order to have healthy relationships. Yeah. Yeah. I think like you said, definitely honor Christ, honestly, like honoring yourself, honor honoring your future spouse and just like caring about like your relationship, like if you want it to succeed, yeah, have boundaries because if you don't, yeah, more than likely, it's gonna go south quick, yeah, yeah, yep, yep. So. Hmm. so, when do we talk about boundaries with our person, our crush, mm. our SO, our bay? Our <laughs> <laughs> um, so honestly, this can be different, I feel like, in any relationship, and I feel like a lot of people obviously have a talk when they're like oh we just pushed our limits too far let's have the boundaries talk or Mm -hmm. um i don't know what is the there's like the other christian dating thing that people say anyway i don't know it's probably lame (laughs) (laughs) um but like i think from from the start you can i know like seth said his was he didn't want to uh, kiss until uh, he knew that he loved that person um, and said those Which words. Which I defined before you and I even started dating. Yes. Yeah. Which was definitely something where I was just like, mm, You thought I was a crazy guy. Not too fond of this guy. Mm-hmm. Don't think if, I don't know if I'm going to be able to like him. How am I going to really be able to connect with him if I haven't like kissed him you know that was exactly mm-hmm. my way my thinking because it's like maybe i need to kiss him so i in order to know like i actually can connect with him but there's a whole bunch of other ways you can connect other than like physically yeah you know and i think like 
Uh, I mean, I really appreciate the fact that you stuck with me since I was a little crazy. <laughs> but I think so you can, and it's definitely an ongoing thing too, um, that you can talk about. Obviously, you know, you might not want to stay, oh, these, like, from the start when you start dating somebody, well, this is my boundary, we can't do this, we can't do this, or, you know, we can't, like, watch a movie without the lights off, all this, you know, whatever. Feet on the floor. Yeah, feet on the floor, all these different things, whatever. But, like, I think it's definitely something that it's an ongoing thing where, like, okay, this is probably not a good situation, or we shouldn't be putting ourselves in this situation. Yeah. Um, but honestly, it's never, I would never say it's wrong to start too early, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say, hey, will you be my girlfriend? And then the girl says yes. And then say, okay, we got to talk about this. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's a crazy person. Yeah. But it is cool to talk about that early on. Right. right? And it's good because as at least the man in the relationship, you're setting the expectation for it. And that mm-hmm. is leadership. Mm-hmm. So um, for us, I had already defined what I wanted in a relationship, right? So if Allie had said, you're crazy, that's not going to work for me. Mm-hmm. Then I would say, well, that's my personal limit. Mm-hmm. And if you're uncomfortable with that or you mm-hmm. have a problem with it, it's something I really want you to think about because I do like you. But that's I'm not, I don't want to compromise on that. wavering on it. Yeah, because I really feel like this is what I feel convicted of is respectful of the person I can marry in the future. Yeah. And my goal at that time was that any girl I was to date, I wanted to treat them well enough that like, obviously there's going to be memories and there's going to be all kinds of stuff. But my goal is not to be leaving them at a point where they feel immense regret from our relationship is I took a lot from them emotionally or physically. So I wanted to be able to date them, learn who they are as a person and see if they made sense for me. Mm-hmm. and see if we made sense together. And if not, be able to move on in the most respectful way possible to both that woman mm-hmm. who's going to marry someone else. And yeah. So he tells me that, and I'm like, oh, wow, that's a really great answer. And then I can't kiss him because I'm like, dang, <laughs> that's attractive. I, I, I put you in a bad spot. But, <laughs> but that just means, you know, pent up even more kisses for later. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. good. Um, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, then that kind of, you know, you know, most of the time boundary talks come when you feel like things went too far. Mm -hmm. And if you know, things went too far, then that's where you should have set your boundaries prior to that. Mm -hmm. So, and a lot of this, I think too, is you need to set your boundaries for like maybe situations. I think that's really helpful. Like, Mm -hmm. Hey, you're not going to be up at Mm 3am on the couch with each other, Mm -hmm. or you're not going to be in the room in the dark with Mm no roommates around. Like mm-hmm. you need to set these things up because, um, you know, it's easy to make mistakes. So the goal is to remove as many mistakes as possible. Mm-hmm. Like remove the remove the possibility of them by just making wise decisions ahead of time. Yeah. So I think we've kind of talked about like what are some good example or what are some examples of good boundaries. Um, I think that's. Can, I think that can be different for each individual person. Um, I think where you're, where you feel the Holy Spirit is convicting you of, you need to make that a boundary um, for sure. So I would say one thing I know Seth and I did that 
I really liked, again, nothing that everybody needs to do, but it definitely was, I don't know, I guess I'm a visual person, so it helped a lot, but Seth and I wrote down our boundaries on, like, paper, Mm -hmm. and we both signed them, kind of like a contract, Mm -hmm. um, that we both agreed to these boundaries, and we both want to follow them, and we both want to honor the Lord in our relationship, and so by following these boundaries, it would honor um, Christ. So that was something I feel like we did that was helpful for me because it helped me visualize, okay, this is this is what we've called to do, you know. And mm-hmm. um, But I think with, with examples of boundaries, you know, I mean, we can go, we can spend forever just talking about examples of boundaries. I think it gets to the point where it's individual for you and um, your boyfriend, girlfriend, and um, that you guys kind of need to make together and where you like really pray about it mm-hmm. um, and um, where the Holy Spirit's convicting you of, you know, put that as your boundary. So, yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's right and what's wrong and what's too far. Right. Set Plain your boundaries. Yeah. Don't set your boundaries there. Set your boundaries at them. Yep. Because you also need room for when you do mess up and you will. And that's okay. At a certain point, like you, ha- you can't like beat yourself up and you know, can fi- like feel terrible. But like you need to have some grace room in there too, and mm-hmm. grace for yourself when you do mess up. But yeah, yeah, okay. So what if you don't agree on your boundaries? This is pretty simple. If you can't agree on your boundaries, like obviously there's two examples. One would be your girlfriend's like, I don't ever even want you to be in the same car as me alone until we're married. That would be insanity. That's when you should do a little reality check where you say, this probably isn't going to work for me because it's too far. Mm-hmm. But I think, too, if you're setting healthy boundaries, you're mm-hmm. setting, like, if you've got a marriage mentor or somebody mentoring you, mm-hmm. you've discussed what you think is a healthy boundary. Mm-hmm. And you say these healthy boundaries and the person you're with says, I don't like them. Mm-hmm. Then it's time for a gut check. Like, what mm-hmm. type of person are they really? Mm-hmm. why are they not comfortable with them? And are you comfortable continuing on a path where you, you are most likely have your boundaries compromised because they don't believe in them? Mm-hmm. And I think then the question becomes, why would you stay with that person? Because they can't respect you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, ultimately that should lead to you considering to break up with them. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I know that's tough, but that's reality too. Yeah. And if they can't respect you, you absolutely need to break up with them. Yeah. Because they aren't going to respect you in marriage at all if they can't respect yeah. you in dating. So Yeah, none of that's going to get better. That's no. just, don't hit your wagon to that horse ever. Just, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. You deserve somebody that honors you. So Yeah, yep. you deserve someone better than that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, And then what if you cross your boundaries? I think, honestly, this is a big question that comes up too. So we set our boundaries, what did we cross? Mm-hmm. Or did we cross them? I think first, obviously... You're setting your boundaries so that even if you do mess up and cross your boundaries, you are still not uh, together uh, sleeping with each other all night long, right? You don't want Mm -hmm. it to be uh, the next step is like totally cross the line, way out of bounds. Mm -hmm. You need to have some room for grace there. Mm -hmm. Set your boundaries low. Mm -hmm. And that way you make sure by default you already know you've crossed the boundary you've already set in place Mm -hmm. and this is a good chance to stop doing that yeah exactly and like i said like they you know we are sinful people Mm -hmm. and yeah i mean 
we're not naive. And, to and hopefully that, that you have a is... you know every relationship you you want to be attracted to that person, physically right. attracted to them. Because if you're dating them and you're not physically attracted, probably need to break up because that's a problem. Got to have some physical attraction in a relationship. So yeah, you, you know, unfortunately, you are probably going to co- cross your boundaries. But you know, if you do set them low, hopefully you're not like continually breaking like them over and over again too. Yeah, you know? if it's continuous, that's time for a reality check. Definitely. But that's time to honestly be praying and saying, if we can't do this, like right. that's a serious problem, right? Right. And like, ladies, listen, if a guy doesn't have self-control with you, mm-hmm. he's not going to have self-control with other girls. No. And not, if he gets married, he may not have self-control with other women when he gets married. Yeah. Too, like think know? about, he's going to have ladies that he works with in the office. Mm-hmm. Well, he's going to need to have boundaries with them. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. if he doesn't have self-control and can't maintain those boundaries there, mm-hmm. situations that put you in the future. Right. So I think these are really good things to consider. And like we said earlier, boundaries don't, like boundaries don't stop with marriage. Right. Mm-hmm. I have. You mean dating? Or, uh, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Boundaries don't stop at the end of dating when you get married. Right. Boundaries change, right? So I have boundaries with other women. Now I never discuss these boundaries, but I know what a relationship with another woman looks like that is a person I know, Mm -hmm. not a person I'm in a relationship with. Mm -hmm. That's just Allie. Mm -hmm. But those, so I, but in order for me to maintain a healthy marriage, I have to continue to maintain healthy boundaries with other women. Mm-hmm. And you don't just get to live a life where there are no other women present other than your wife. There are women everywhere. Yeah. So like self-control and a reality check is really good. Mm-hmm. If they can't manage to maintain boundaries with the person they love the most, mm-hmm. how are they going to maintain boundaries? Like right. when things aren't going well in the marriage right. in 10 years. Right. And that's, that's some, these, are, these are the kind of things that like yeah. are hard I to mean, think about, but good to think about. Right. And, like, take them seriously. Like, it's not like, oops, just, like, cross that boundary. Oops, just cross that boundary. It's like, you need to take them seriously. Like, you are supposed to honor God with your body, with your, how you speak, and all that you do. And so, I mean, every time you do cross that boundary, it is just, you know, depending on, obviously, your boundaries, but, like, yeah, God's not happy or proud of that. To Christ. And so, mm-hmm. you know, take take your sin seriously. Um, I would say, you know, obviously mm-hmm. don't be this like if you cross a boundary and you're like so like just feel so guilty and so sick of that you're, you know, obviously God's for, will forgive you and have grace, you know, and and talk about that with the other person you're dating, you know, so it doesn't happen again. Yeah. But um, the same time, don't take it so lightly either. Yeah. So. Don't take it lightly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and then I, I mean, again, we just go back to the same questions of, uh, do you feel like your boundaries are honoring to Christ? And do you feel like when you cross them, were you honoring Christ? Mm-hmm. Your answer should be no. Mm-hmm. And so how do you feel about that? Mm-hmm. If your goal is like, if we're all sitting if we're all sitting on an equal playing field and we all say our uh, priority in life is to honor Christ with our, with our life, mm-hmm. that includes with my relationships, even mm-hmm. in dating, mm-hmm. then are my actions reflecting that priority? Mm-hmm. And if they aren't, then like gut check time, like, is this, is this okay? Mm-hmm. And like, is this relationship even like 
what God has for me, you mm-hmm. know, too. Like, yeah, like you need to be praying about that. You need to be considering, like, maybe this isn't the right person. Like, maybe this is the red flag I need to be aware of. Right, and, if it continues to happen. Yeah, if it continues. And we're talking, like, ongoing. Like, once, don't, mm-hmm. uh, you know, right. it's not acceptable, but it's also not something to, like, kill yourself for. But, um, like, if... If it is ongoing, though, you really just need to uh, really be looking at it again and saying, honestly, saying, I don't know that this is honoring. Yeah. So, awesome. Well, that's kind of it. So, as always, our podcast is now available everywhere, which is incredible. And we do this podcast on... um, on anchor so you can actually get on anchor the app and if you've got a question you can submit a question Mm -hmm. but what we'd really like you to do is hop on instagram and go to ever after talk and follow us on our page and if you've ever feel so inclined take a little screen cap of one of our posts and share it on your little stories that'd be awesome but like seriously just share this with other people if you really like the podcast obviously subscribe Mm -hmm. and uh, tell your friends about it and ask us questions yeah post questions like in the comments and stuff so, and honestly, for us, we're doing this, um, you know, we've explained that in other episodes, but if, uh, you know, if this keeps growing and keep, people keep sharing it and everything, uh, we've got hopes to launch a blog soon and, you know, just continue to dial up the posts, continue to dial up the uh, podcast episodes. So if this is something you like, uh, please leave us comments, please like us on, uh, or follow us on Instagram and share with friends. That'd be amazing. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, We're, again, really excited to be doing this. So I hope you're excited to be listening. And yeah, we genuinely want the best uh, for you, the listener. Um, That's why we're doing this. So hope this meant a lot to you today and hope you got a lot of value out of this. And yeah, that's kind of it. Yeah, we'll see. So what do you think? Awesome. Peace out. See you later. Let's get on the road. Yeah. Allie keeps yeah. telling me I need to hurry up, taking up too much of your time. <laughs> You're a talker. I'm a talker. Sorry, guys. Which is funny because when we first started dating, you didn't talk at all. I was an introvert. Yeah. But Am I still? Not so much. This is like outtakes and bloopers. If you're still listening, you're incredible. But if you're not, we understand. Totally. All right, guys. We will um, see you later. Yes. Remember, uh, ever after talk. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.